0: Hey everybody, and welcome to Today's News Tonight, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests and our lovely patrons to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host, Ash Paulson, and today I'm joined, as always, by my good friends and GBG co-founders, Steve Bowling and Derek Bittner, along with our very special guest, content creator slash voice actor slash gaming enthusiast slash overall great guy, and a personal good friend of mine, David Gilton. And David, how's it going, man? Thanks for coming back to join us again.
1: Ahoy, hoy! yeah. Uh, hopefully with less technical difficulties than last time. But uh, yes, I am back <laughs> and uh, here for more of the good old gaming news.
0: Have you
2: met us? We're all about technical difficulties here. It's, yeah, what, what does like, it say about our show that I'm like, on. I just don't remember that? I'm like, uh, which time was that? Yeah, there's a couple yeah, of times. So. <laughs>
0: so, so, so what technical difficulties are you talking about? We've done so many episodes already. What happened uh, on when you were here the first time?
1: Uh, Well, mainly on my end, really, because I was on my old laptop at the time, and uh, I I, I remember cutting out, and also the fact that I wasn't uh, recording on my end until later, and so I'm sure that caused a headache on Steve's end on the back end, but that's a little inside baseball for the the crowd.
2: You you know, I'm I'm just going to point this out. There were days, like, because when we used to have to do a VOD version that we fully edited in Premiere... uh, I always love the days where someone had a recording problem because I was like, oh, I get to just use the one Discord track way less <laughs> instead yeah. of balancing yeah. four tracks. So honestly, yeah. those were like the easy days. I was like, yes, the recording failed. <laughs> but now we're live for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, so. It
3: works and like crap. Yeah. We got to put in effort.
2: Something <laughs> uh-huh. goes wrong. Yes. Everything worked fine. This is terrible. Yeah. Well,
0: David, we're, we're so happy to have you back, man. And uh, what are you playing these days? What are you working on?
1: Gosh. Uh, well, what I'm playing and what I'm working on are two very different things. <laughs> but um,
4: well, what I, game I, I, are you working on? I
1: should say. What game? Um, well, uh, so yeah, as far as like games I'm playing, um, let me see. I was actually just trying to play Max Payne on Steam, and I didn't realize how much of a headache that was going to be. Uh, because one, it doesn't have a controller support, so I was trying to figure Ooh, out like a third-party oh. software in order to make that work. But also, you can't actually start the game on Steam without some sort of fix that someone came up with uh because otherwise if you click it it'll say running and it won't actually pop up anything it won't pop up the program so uh yeah there's a lot of uh, weird issues with uh max Payne on steam and apparently max Payne 2 also has some issues too so if hmm. you're a max Payne fan and you're looking to play it on steam because you haven't played it in so long but you played it on the original xbox like i did um probably want to do your homework on it before you actually buy it just saying or beware
0: yeah <laughs> okay. interesting so playing playing max pain on steam is a bit of a pain would you say <laughs> Sorry, that Eight was really max. low-hanging. Wow, that was,
3: like, such a low-hanging fruit. You just like, yep, that's mine. I'm taking it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was like, hey, you know what? If it's there, I'm, I'm going to grab it, right? You might use so, some painkillers uh, afterwards, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, well, cool. We're just glad to have you, have you back, man. And, uh, yeah. of course, we do have some news to get to. Uh, but before that, I just do want to remind everybody that because we are streaming this show live to all now, uh, if we do get any Super Chats during the show, uh, they will be read out between news stories. So don't you know never fear if you if you do get uh you know send us super chat first of all thank you for your donation that's very kind of you uh but we are not ignoring you and we will read out all super chat donations between news stories but speaking of news stories i think it's about time we uh get to the news right guys
3: right on i'd say so
0: all right let's do it then well let's go ahead and get that uh first news story up on screen then and this is the game that will just never, ever, <laughs> it's never die. It has the longest shelf life ever. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V and Grand Theft Auto Online are going to be receiving PS5 and Xbox Series X slash S versions on November 11th. Um, they, uh, they're apparently going to be, quote-unquote, expanded and enhanced and come with as yet unannounced new features. And this, of course, comes by, uh, comes by, comes by way of IGN. So we don't know exactly uh, what's coming with this new version or these new versions of GTA 5 and GTA Online. But, of course, I think we can assume there will be you know, performance enhancements, probably higher resolution. Um, but it sounds like there's some more to this. Uh, do you guys have uh, any any predictions on what, what might be coming to
3: these new versions? Man. GTA Online 2? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> how long has this game been around? Like when I saw the 20th anniversary, I believe I my first thought was, oh god, it's the 20th anniversary of uh GTA five. <laughs> oh
0: god. It feels it's like it coming though, out it? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know what they're gonna what they're gonna be doing. I I would hope for a GTA three remake for the twentieth anniversary of that game. That's something That'd that I'd cool. really right. love to see because mm-hmm. GTA three was actually a, a really great game for its time. Um, but obviously, mm-hmm. you know, the medium has moved on significantly since then. So there's a lot it's a bit dated. Yeah, there's a lot of QOL yeah. stuff you could do for uh, GTA yes. three that would be very welcome. But I think the story and the voice acting and all of that still holds up. Uh Oh, oh, well, this feels familiar, familiar. We're back. Familiar? <laughs> we're, we're back. <laughs> OK, good. I've, nice. I've, I've changed boxes. I've now taken David's face. Oh, wait, no, oh, I'm back. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, GTA 3, I think uh, it, it, it could benefit from a facelift. I mean, quite literally in some cases. This is back in the day when people didn't have, like, fully – we were talking about Max Payne just a minute ago. Uh, GTA 3 has that same, like, photo just wrapped around a face kind of vibe. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, seeing those really, characters actually modeled would be really cool. And just to minimize any, any confusion, we were
0: talking about Max Payne before we went live, just between us. So don't <laughs> worry if you're watching or listening, you didn't miss anything or you, you didn't like blackout. You're all good. We talked about nope. it before we went live.
2: We <laughs> talked about it while we
0: were live, didn't we?
3: Yeah. They, he, brought it, did we? he brought it up. You, you he was brought brought playing on Steam.
0: Oh, right. Alzheimer's think, is a hell of a thing, ass. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm the one losing my mind. Good. Good Lord. Ash is the one who blacked out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Steve, uh, you actually brought up the other part of the story there, which was uh, that
2: this is also GTA 3's 20th anniversary. Oh, sorry. I heard Derek say 20th, and I thought we were talking about GTA 3 now. Well,
3: well, it was, I mean, it was kind of all rolled into one here because the IGN article covers both of it. So I read ahead, and like I said, as I was was reading ahead, I saw the 20th anniversary. I was like, oh, God, that's GTA 5's anniversary?
2: Yeah. But no, it's GTA 3. Thanks, Derek. Content oh, no, content kidding, being added to GTA five, I don't know what you would do at this point. I mean, they've they've literally put werewolves in GTA online. So I know. where I do you go? Them. Like they did aliens, yeah. they did werewolves, they did drugs, clearly. Uh so <laughs> what what do you do with GTA five that hasn't been done yet? I don't know. I mean right. I can there's... name one
1: thing. They could try to do the Fortnite thing and add in guest characters. Man, mm. who
2: okay, hold on though. I mean hold on. Tommy I'm Versetti. And all them classic. I was about to say, uh, Rockstar rock star guest characters make a shitload of sense. Any other brand, though, like, what brand manager goes, Yes, I would love for my character to be associated with GTA? Like, well, I, am I saw here- someone mention
1: the two at, uh, that, uh, was it, um, Tommy was so like into the game. And I, uh, you know, I, I would definitely buy that personally. That would get
0: me back into GTA online if that was the case. <laughs> Tommy, nice. You know what? If they <laughs> Tommy Wiseau would okay. you, you, you I, got me there. I'm
2: <laughs> so so DJ Kirschman like reached into my mind and took this in the patron chat. Mortal Kombat characters would definitely work. I mean, they already do really nasty shit to each other. Um, but mm-hmm. I love I love Odd Doodle's suggestion. Arthur Morgan and GTA just confused. <laughs> I love that right? so much. <laughs> Drop him in, and he's like, "Well, how do you, Mister? What? A time paradox <laughs> in this case? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true too, because you know, he is—he's my, uh, or no, I think John Marston is my GTA Online character's father. Like, you got—they had a weird thing when GTA Online came out, seemingly you twenty years or... ago, and you pick your father, yeah. and because Red Dead One <laughs> was a thing still back then, you could choose John Marston as your dad. So, <laughs> so yeah, I guess. Weird. Yeah, it's kind of a roundabout weird thing, but... I feel like this is something yeah, that, might,
0: I... that might never die because it was so weird. Uh, Ray of Sunshine in our live audience patron chat says, can we get Bongo from Danimals in GTA 5? I'd be <laughs> into that. So, oh my on God. Monday, we talked about... yeah. <laughs> so on Monday, for those of you who are like, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, we talked about how Bongo, the Danimals monkey, literally Danimals yogurt's mascot, was added randomly to Sonic Dash. And so it's kind of like a, a running gag now. Can let's just get Bongo from Daniels animals in GTA Five. Sure. Um, yeah, so man, like I said, this is the game that will never die. Obviously, it's it's a fantastic game. I'm not a big GTA fan myself. I kind of fell off after GTA Three, actually. Um, but you know, this, well, what this if GTA Online added Mega Man? Just saying.
1: What if they I added mean, Mega look, Man? Look, you have <laughs> me.
0: You have me at Tommy Wiseau, man. I mean, look, <laughs> that's, I the room is one of unironically one of my favorite movies to watch. So if
1: what if it if you was, Tommy was Tommy Wiseau but dressed as Mega Man and he goes, "You're telling me apart, Dr.
2: Miley.
0: Oh <laughs> god. god, that's that's cursed, man. Hold on. I don't know.
2: Hold on though, Ash, could you still enjoy Mega Man one. if he like shot a lemon at someone and it literally blew a hole through their gut? And then he like steals a car and drives it into a group of pedestrians. Yeah, you know that's, like, I don't out, I like that. Like jumps out, detonates all. the car. <laughs> yeah, that's so <laughs>
0: antithetical to you know the character of Mega Man. I don't think I'd really right. enjoy that at all. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I, I mean, um, I, I don't think of Tommy Wiseau Mega Man. I think of him as Doctor Light just because of the Mega Man Eight dub. Like oh, that <laughs> accent fits Dr. a lot better.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, yeah, I so I Dr. think y. I'd rather keep Mega Man <laughs> out of uh, out of GTA personally. But uh, you know, Rockstar, as you were kind of uh, hinting at, Derek, they have also promised separately from all you know GTA 5 getting this upgraded version, uh, quote unquote, more fun surprises are coming for GTA Three's twentieth anniversary. Uh, though it is important to note that some of those specifically do relate to GTA Online. So there's no, that's no confirmation of a remake or a remaster or anything. Although I am with you guys, uh, and I think you mentioned it, Steve. I would love to see a remaster of GTA 3 because though this might not be the most popular opinion, that's really the only one I've ever been able to really enjoy, and that's the only one I ever played a whole lot of. After that, I just kind of fell off now, the and It's just not my Vi- thing. C- I-
3: Vice City is good st- is oh. good stuff. I've never beaten a single GTA game, but San Andreas is where I kind of just called it quits. Um, mm-hmm. But Vi- I remember having a really good time with Vice City. Yeah, yeah I, I was,
2: was going to say, was fun too, as, honestly. as a... Mm-hmm. Uh, person you know that loves video game soundtracks as much as you do ash i'm really surprised you never dug into vice city it has one of the best well, i mean it's all 80s pop culture stuff but yeah i think that's more than the, same. the music was yeah. so good i, no, I love all the tracks it, in that game
0: no and i'm actually glad you've, you brought that up because I, I i think it's probably important to point out that yes like vice city does have an incredible soundtrack but i do draw a very thick line right between video game original soundtracks like music composed for the game and licensed soundtracks, which are also great in their own right, and it's, it takes talent to curate uh, a good selection of licensed music for games. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not, like, trying you're to one of those of gaming
1: soundtrack purists, then, that you wouldn't oh, absolutely. like, a Tony Hawk game to be in the running for a good <laughs> right. gaming soundtrack. I see where you're coming from, man. See, well,
0: and, and I think <laughs> there should be two, like, if you're talking, yeah, good point, David. If you're talking about awards, I do think absolutely there should be two different awards, best original soundtrack and best licensed soundtrack. I Fantastic. hate it. When licensed music wins a best video game, in right? Either. It's and really done. Best
3: soundtrack is FIFA 2020. <laughs>
0: yeah, like I eat that shit, right? But I do think that they are, should both be uh, distinguished for sure. And as you said, Steve, yeah, even though it's all licensed music, it's a fantastic collection of licensed music in Vice City. So, but I'm glad you brought that up because that's a, that's a fun discussion to have. Yeah,
2: I never. I, mm-hmm. I don't think I ever knew that about you. So that that is an interesting factoid. Uh, to yeah. find out because yeah i based i, I mean based. i guess it makes sense like i i do you know when i think about it critically i do consider original compositions and licensed soundtracks to be different categories you know i i don't yeah. I, I would never say i would never put jump up superstar against uh against anything from vice city for instance you know i just wouldn't compare right they're just, it just two, two really. completely different categories. yeah yeah, yeah yeah so no
0: I, I completely agree and it seems like uh, most people in our live audience chat also agree which is nice so um yeah but uh all right well shall we go ahead and move on to our next news story then Uh we have a couple super chats yeah before that oh my bad mike I f
3: uh yes. I, I was keeping track of these mike f with a four dollar 99 cent donation saying uh good evening gentlemen i started a new breath of the wild playthrough and i'm absolutely loving it yet again quick question for everyone nice. gamecube or n64
2: oh wow that is, that is, as a mm. Nintendo fan, what a very loaded question for me um, because I have this deep abiding love of the N64, but I also recognize that it's largely because it came out at just the right time in my life. I was like 15 years old, you know, and as a 15 year old, I was very obsessive about the things I enjoyed. Um, but I mean, the N64 had a not very good library. Um, but the, the, yeah. the, the game, I'll counter that
1: a little bit, but yeah,
2: go ahead. The GameCube came around at what I would like to call the advent of the modern internet where I could, you know, sit on IGN and watch space world coverage, you know, the day it occurred, like I could digest videos of star Fox adventures, you know, hours after they had watched it in Japan. And that to me, uh, kind of fueled my love of the GameCube. Um, it, it is I think what it comes down to, though, though I would say the standouts on the N64 are games that I love more than anything on the GameCube, I would probably Mm -hmm. say I like the GameCube overall more as a console.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna co-sign on that. I I love both, uh, but I think that if I had to pick between the two, it would be GameCube. I mean, look, (laughs) Ocarina of Time, Super Mario 64, Banjo-Kazooie, all, you know, all among my very favorites of all time, but the GameCube just has a wider range of, of I, I hesitate to say classics, because to me, <laughs> calling GameCube a classic console is weird. Yeah, but <laughs> that's that totally classic to console at this point. <laughs> and I mean, it also has one of my, you know, what's tied for one of my favorite Zelda games, The Wind Waker. It's like my favorite 3D Zelda game. So I can't ignore that. It's got Metroid Prime. It's got so much and so many incredible games. So I think push comes to shove. I'm going with GameCube as well.
3: Yeah, I didn't own Nintendo Nintendo sixty four. I owned a GameCube, so that, this is actually kind of easy for me. I own an N sixty four now, and I've gone back <laughs> and since played a lot of the big games that I missed out on, like Banjo Kazooie, uh, DK sixty um, right. four. You know, I have a couple others to get to as well, Paper Mario. Um, but I, I have more fond memories of the GameCube.
0: <laughs> right. So as, um, as uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, David.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I was going to say, like, uh, I guess I'll be the only one who's going like, to defend the N64 in this case, uh, which is mm-hmm. weird because I absolutely hate the N64 controller. I think it's one of the Need worst you. controllers <laughs> ever made. Yeah. Um, yeah so I'll give the GameCube the nod like, in that department for sure. But uh, in terms of the game library, I will concede that the GameCube has a stronger first party lineup for sure. But in terms of third party, I think the N64 kind of edges us out a bit because you're, you're talking about games like Goldeneye, you talking about games like Perfect Dark, uh, like on the Rare side of things. But also, like, you know, if we're, like, a wrestling fan like myself, there's a lot of great wrestling games on there. So there No are. Mercy, WrestleMania 2000, WCF, WCW and right. Revenge. Revenge. Um, those were kind of, like, the classics, like, for me. And those are the games that kind of, like, kept me coming back to the N64 and going over to friends' houses and just having endless fun creating characters and, you know, chasing after right. made-up championship belts and all that stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, well, it's funny. I-, I feel like if our dear friend John Cartwright was here, he would probably just... Pick gamecube by default because you were talking about that third-party support but i gotta say gamecube does have resident evil 4 and that's a really strong strong mm-hmm. one there and i feel like john would re-
3: the original know. resident evil remake is really dang good as well it is exactly GameCube
0: Game yeah.
1: version specifically yeah
3: mm-hmm.
0: well mike f yeah, thank you i love how that turned into a, a whole discussion itself and also uh rotten tanuki <laughs> with a two dollar donation saying "Woo! i'm so excited i finally tracked you guys down well we're excited you tracked us down too so we're glad you're here, and thank you so much for the donation. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, with that said, let's go ahead and uh, get that second news story up on screen. Okay, so this is actually late-breaking well, late news, but this only broke a few hours ago, and that is that kind of out of nowhere, uh, Injustice, Gods Among Us, uh, a.k.a. the original Injustice, is getting the animated movie by way of DC and Warner Brothers Animation. Um, now, what's really weird about this, though, and this also comes by way of IGN, is that uh, neither DC nor Warner Brothers Animation formally announced this project. Actually, uh, the fact that it even exists was re- revealed via a press release for something entirely uh, unrelated, which is Batman: The Long Halloween Part um, <laughs> Two. It, 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 yeah, and it, I guess the bonus features on that Blu Ray is going to uh, they're going to include a trailer for the Injustice movie. So. This is the weirdest way to announce this, but (laughs) hey, DC fans and Injustice fans, if you know, you're getting an animated movie, which is I think pretty cool, actually.
1: I'm so excited for this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I
2: I Um, read the Injustice comic um, Mm because my brother was, you know my brother is a big DC comics guy. And he insisted mm-hmm. when I got in justice, he's like, you have to read the comic book. It's so much better than the game. And I did. And I remember thinking at the time, I was like, holy hell, this would make an awesome movie. Like this is mm-hmm. the DC mm-hmm. movie I want to see because yeah, it involves an understandably evil version of Superman. Like, like the, the way he becomes the evil person that he is, is known as in the Injustice universe totally makes sense. Like it is, it is easy to sympathize with this deeply evil version of Superman. And I the context there. yeah, I right. desperately want to see this. Anyway, that yeah, I'm I'm hyped for this, <laughs> and I'm not usually a DC guy at all.
1: Everything Steve said, me as well, hundred percent. I'm excited <laughs> because of the comics. The comics really lays out the story so well that the game can't really come close to even trying to match. Um, but yeah, if they do anything close to, to like the comics, that'd be great. And they have to add John Constantine in there because he was an amazing part of the comics too.
2: Yes. I've
1: actually <laughs> heard this
0: about said about the comics, which is, yeah, I, I maybe need to check those out at some point because I played some of injustice. I played more, more of injustice too, but I always heard that the comics setting up the story in the games were, were really great. And even though I consider myself more of a Marvel guy, I do like DC as well. Uh, specifically, you know, Batman, especially, I would say. And uh, I, I found the Injustice games to be compelling. Uh, the only thing I would say is that I, I almost wish this was a, a movie based on Injustice 2 and its DLC so we can get the Ninja Turtles in there because that would
3: be <laughs> hype. You already and got Batman much. versus Man. TMNT. Take your. That's
0: why, Derek, because I saw that recently and I'm like, this is the coolest thing. Let's just get them in there everything. with everybody else. How
3: have you not tracked yeah. down those comics yet? Because I, I feel like they. they- Mounted on your wall or something. I don't no, know. No, I mean,
0: I'm just. I'm not much of a comics guy. I just don't read a lot of comics. Um, the only ones I ever, ironically, the only comics I ever really got deeply into were the Sonic and Mega Man comics. I was gonna say, five so those. Ones. About how much of a comics guy I am, mm. right? um So yeah, but uh, I've, I've heard really good things about them and uh, the Injustice comics. That is, and yeah, I think this is really cool news. Again, it kind of came out of nowhere. Really weird way to announce it, but. It sounds like we're all uh, pretty excited I mean,
3: about. It. I, I've I've not read the comics either. Uh, I, I've only sort of I've bought the first game. Never I can't remember the story of the second game at all. I don't think I ever picked that one up. Um, but, I, I, I DC animated uh, movies uh, and animated in general tends to be better than Marvel. Marvel never really captured the animated side of, side of things outside of a few examples. Um, Fair point. You know, nobody talks about the all the different Avengers, uh, uh animated stuff. And I think some of the like anime, like the stuff involving Kamala Khan and animate recent anime stuff did well. But the one that always stood out to me as the best Marvel animated anything was uh, Spectacular Spider Man, which uh, mm-hmm. should absolutely. only got two seasons, but absolutely watch that if uh, you uh, if you have to watch one Marvel animated show. I didn't even realize they were making a, a long Halloween. Um, movies uh, might have to try to look into that uh, otherwise though um, I think I was wondering like eh, do we really need an adaptation with the way Injustices but if it's for the comics that makes a lot of sense and could be a lot of fun
1: 100%
0: right I do yeah. hope that the long Halloween movies uh, at least are better than because I know I know they have a great tracker DC with animation but I, I did watch The Killing Joke on a flight once and it yeah. sucked out loud I, oh it was I, bad I should, that's one of the rare comics mm-hmm. I have read, actually, and, and I know why it's so respected and beloved. It's a great comic. That movie, shit,
3: I, I saw me. that in theaters. It was <laughs> oh, some, sorry, yeah.
0: that's worse. Yeah, that same was here. a really bad movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, and
1: well, well, you know, well, mainly because they did change around who Barbara's character was entirely from the comic. From exactly, the original sports material, and that, thats just yeah. It just completely changed her character, made her pathetic in a, so, all,
0: all sorts of ways, and it was just terrible. Yeah. You know? No, it really did such a yeah. massive disservice to the character. And, uh, yeah, so hopefully Long Halloween is a lot better. Uh, and, again, this Injustice movie, there's every every reason to be excited about it. Um, but before we move on to the next story, we do have a two-pound donation from Alan Wilkinson, who says, give me the Daredevil in TMNT hand-and-foot movie.
3: Sh- that would sure. be amazing. is that a thing?
0: I did, I've never no, heard of that.
3: No, th- did you not realize... Um... TMNT te- uh technically 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 takes place in the Marvel universe because it's heavily heavily implied because you know the original TMNT comic was a uh um
2: uh, a spoof uh, daredevil, right? not, yeah a
3: spoof of daredevil exactly yeah. that's why the stuff that the acid that blinded daredevil is also the same ooze that transformed the turtles and that's why the the ninjas that uh, the Daredevil fights uh, is called The Hand, of course. So I, now TMNT fights The Foot.
0: I didn't know that. That's so well. Wow. I'm, I'm yeah. learning so much comic history today. This is great. <laughs> um, you know, of course, I, I know my and T lore pretty well, but it, but not as much the OG comics, more mm-hmm. everything since then. And uh, that's really cool. Wow! I, di- I well. didn't
2: know that it went that deep. I, I understood The Hand and The Foot. Like, I didn't know all the rest of that stuff. That's actually huh. really cool to find out. The new TMNT comic
1: out. run is really, really good, by the way, if you, if you haven't really I've heard. Reading it right
0: now.
2: I've yeah. heard
1: about
0: that. Yeah. And but I am stuck on wondering how how can the mutagen also be acid? I feel like if, if the turtles, I, think, transform I mean, mutagen, again, they just
3: spoof that not. The, yeah. Obviously, this is indie comics. They can't go that of course. deep with it. So it's like.
0: Of yeah. course. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of injustices, this next news story I think qualifies as the biggest injustice. So let's go ahead and get that up on screen. And unfortunately, Hollow Knight fans, Team Cherry has confirmed that uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song will again be a no-show at E3 this year. Who the hell knows when this thing is going to show up? Obviously, they're taking their time with it, and I respect that. And I, you know, I think fans will can assume it'll be worth the wait. But man, this just this sucks, and I'm really sorry for for all of you hardcore Hollow Knight fans out there because it just keeps on just
2: happening. There's just no Silk Song. It's coming. Who knows? I feel guilty about this because every time I see that uh, Silk Song still isn't coming out, in the back of my mind somewhere, I'm like, "All right, good. I still have time to beat Hollow Knight before <laughs> before Silk Song comes out." <laughs> I feel like like there's this guilt. I'm like, I know I didn't but maybe uh-huh. I did that with my mind. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I have somehow influenced team cherry into not doing it. Like they're keeping tabs secretly on just my copy of the game. And they're like, this guy needs to beat this shit. We Steve has a play. I think we yeah. a good hold off on it. Yeah, yeah. Steve.
3: I mean, I finally played and beat it. And it's it, the original hollow Knight is utterly fantastic. Um, so I, I, get fans, uh, dying to see what, what it is. Um, you know what, what Silk Song is going to be like, but from what I understand, Team Cherry and Juan just pointed out Team Cherry consists of only three people. So this is think of this like it's in really terms of Cuphead, like getting yeah. that, like because my God, is it a gorgeous game for only being made by three people? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, it sucks, but I'm not mad because oh, obviously these guys need the time. So it's just what it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think getting mad would be like, you know, the, the epitome of entitlement, right? I mean, you know, they, they need to take all the time they need to make this game as, you know, to, uh, as good as it can be and and make it so that it matches their vision. And, I, you know, we all win in the end, right? It's, you know, Hollow Knight fans win in the end because it results in a better game. Um, I will say that I unfortunately did bounce off the original Hollow Knight. I totally appreciate it. I played it about 10 hours. I think it's gorgeous, but it just the mechanics weren't quite my thing. I guess, and so I, you and I, I, I will have to have a discussion of, on this. Ass, <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm, I know, and I know, I and think... I've gotten into it with a few people about it. And I know how, how
3: long did you play?
0: I played up to the first two bosses or so.
3: It need to be a little bit longer than that, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, well, I think the thing is, though, it's just it's it's kind of got those that Dark Souls esque mechanic where you know if you die, you have to go back to your body, and oh
2: yeah. That's just it's not, not. It's never that. I it was really never that bad through.
3: in the time I played, and really? the okay. platforming is so freaking just it tight, tight, and no, it pi- is. Yeah, it is. I, th- This is a like really, really, really satisfying platforming. Yeah. Um, No, it is. Yeah, and, and
0: that's what's so funny is like I really enjoyed my time playing it, but just for some reason, not enough to want to keep playing it. It's it's not as though I hated it. Not even close. I really enjoy the controls and the physics and the platforming is, it feels perfect. And the visuals and music, it's all great. But for some reason, it just didn't
2: See, hold my, me. my and issue was not one of like mechanics or, or, being uninterested rather that, you know, and I, I say this all the time on this show, there's always other things to play and, Hollow Knight is particularly unforgiving if you have been away from it for some time. And so yeah, every time I come back to it, it, I'm like, I don't know what the hell I was doing. And I don't know where the yeah. hell I'm supposed to go anymore. And so I feel like to properly enjoy it, I need to devote my full attention to it. And that is mm-hmm. very difficult for me to carve out that kind of time. I, I don't even know how long it takes these to beat days. Game. Yeah. yeah, so it's just. I you know to... it's a huge it can be, game.
3: Yeah, it could be pretty meaty if you're trying to do everything. Otherwise, it's it's still on the longer end of Metroidvania type games. Um, it's yeah. the kind right. of game and... that you could
1: really get yourself like lost in and just like really, because right. you know, like if you are devoting the time to it, it will, it will reward you honestly, Slave you know, for all that, mm-hmm. especially with like the smooth gameplay, you know, the, like tight mechanics, mm-hmm. uh, all the different moves you learn, all the different abilities, and all that stuff all the amazing boss fights are in it too. Like there's so many other great boss fights they haven't experienced yet. Ash. Um, oh yeah. You know, but I, I guess like the long and short of it is that we're just trying to make you feel bad for not uh, going through all <laughs> the, uh, you know, for, for, for going through like one of the best indie games of all time. <laughs> I, I
3: I'd no, love to sure. see Ash take on since he is such a platforming nut to take on the path of pain. Cause... Oh, I,
0: I know all about that. I, one of my buddies uh, actually did, a he, man. he did The Path of Pain, and he actually won, I don't know, is it like 112% or something? He did yeah. everything you can do in the game, literally everything, and he told me about The Path of Pain and just how, well, painful
3: it was. See, I, it. I, I did the Path of Pain. I did not go for the hundred. I think I finished with 107% because I didn't take on the the, the boss rushes because uh, I was right, streaming okay. at the time. And I was like, okay, let's move on. And they'll, I don't need people to watch me bash my head against these bosses until I figure out all their stuff. But I, right. I as a platformer fan was like, okay, I have to conquer this. And it was it was definitely painful, but I, I got through it in about hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So it okay. wasn't That's not too, too bad. bad
0: um steve i think you brought up a really great point there i actually had to restart i I played or i started hollow knight twice now because the first time i played it i got up past the first boss and then just got distracted and didn't it didn't really grab me so i played other stuff by the time i came back to it i had forgotten where the hell i was the layout of everything so Mm -hmm. i started it again and you know i then i played up past the second boss and then again just got pulled away by something else and i don't want to start it again you know it's (laughs) like i it's always there kind of like man I really should go back and play Hollow Knight or or really try to just really play it but I also don't want to start over again because I'm I'm worried that I might just it might not grab me again and then you know the cycle repeats. The the one thing
2: the one bit of encouragement I'll give you to try it again Ash is that you now own an OLED TV and that game utilizes a lot of black in its color palette and it looks (laughs) breathtaking on an OLED just because of that oh there we go he's back all right so <laughs> back. I, I saw it and i was like i'm split between two boxes oh god the pain <laughs> the unending pain no, that's true but yeah now that I, I have an oled yeah having having an oled is is deeply helpful uh to to enjoying like the visual presentation of that game um and it is one i go back to like every now and then i actually have not tried it on the new one that i have so I, I may be mm-hmm. diving back into hollow Knight sometime soon here just to, cause it is for me just because of its use of color and its presentation, like a showcase game for a TV like this. Right. And, and you know, if I do, I might, I might even have to like
0: double dip on it because I have it on switch, which is, you know, that's fine. But if I want to play it on my TV, I imagine probably, you know, other platforms have it in 4k, I would think. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's a that's
2: good point. Guess. I, I may have yeah. to actually double dip at some point and get it on PlayStation or something. Um, one thing I want to point out uh, Anna Ziska has said this in the YouTube chat a few times um, and I agree with it 100. Uh, percent patience is really key here. you know we've mentioned mm-hmm. team cherry is a small team. it's three people making you know a a really gorgeous and mechanically incredibly rewarding uh, game. So you know i'm I'm willing to sit back and wait because uh, i I hope that this, you know, the long amount of time we've been waiting means that they're not crunching on this game, that they're working reasonable, normal, healthy person hours. And so I do not want to be sitting here like, where's my damn game? Uh, but, you know, <laughs> I, I want them to do it in a way that they're not losing time with their families you know, sacrificing their health or mental well being to, to make a fucking video game. I can <laughs> exactly. Well, well being said. a
1: team like as small as that, I mean, chances are they might not be putting themselves through that. Um, I would, I want to believe that's the case, but you know, we can't know for sure, obviously.
2: So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Uh, Evernight Studio does point out in the YouTube chat, though, that there is a part I would hate. And I, I guess there's a section in Deep Nest where spiders crawl across the screen. And see, now you're making me think I don't. Yeah,
3: you happen. would not enjoy Deep Nest maybe i I
0: shouldn't go back and play this especially not on an oled in 4k i don't need OLED (laughs) OLED deep black 4k spiders crawling across my screen i'm i think i'm good good on that um yeah but no but steve really well said you know the team should take all the time they need uh you know certainly not worth sacrificing their mental health for and it'll it'll get here when it gets here and uh, odds are that when it does it'll absolutely uh have been worth the wait so uh, I mm-hmm. think that's a, a good note to wrap up on. So let's go ahead and get our next news story up on screen. And this is an interesting one. So Sony has filed a patent for a... I guess it's like a system that allows live betting on eSports matches, um, potentially using anything from regular money to Bitcoin to in-game items. Um, and on the face of it, I don't love the way this sounds, but also... You know, gambling itself isn't a bad thing. I'm not. I'm not anti-gambling. It's just something about this rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> but uh, it is, of course, important to note, though, uh, you know, as the IGN story also points out, that lots of things that are patented never make it to in, you know being an actual product. So this may never happen, but it also may. And uh, I'm curious to hear all your thoughts on
2: this. I, I mean, oh, go ahead, please.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, I just want to kind of quickly say that it's just kind of funny to me that this is going through when there was all the hullabaloo over like loot boxes and like the you know percentage right. chances right. Get, like certain rare stuff. And that's considered gambling in certain countries, namely in China. Uh, yet <laughs> Sony is openly doing this whole gambling mechanic, um, at least the patent for it anyway. And, uh, the, you know, again, with with with, uh, with what Ash said, uh, who knows if that'll come to be, if that'll actually come to fruition or whatever. But it is very interesting how that all played out considering the recent news with loot boxes.
2: Yeah, I I oh, don't yeah. think that this is going I don't think anything's going to come of this because as much as Sony is uh their marketing is definitely geared towards adults. Uh they they recognize, they have to that children own PlayStation's. Lots of kids, lots of underage oh, folks. think. And I I can't imagine Sony being keen to be associated with what is I mean, it's it's not even implied gambling. It's it's just straight up gambling. <laughs> like, yeah. Um. I could see. I I almost feel like this is almost a patent that exists so that they can later collect royalties from someone that does do it. Which, hmm, is, that, yeah. I mean, sounds like patent trolling, but I mean, we've we've said many times corporations don't really have a whole ton of more morals, you know, they're not uh, (laughs) known for their fucking scruples. So I could, I could see this being an attempt to cash in on someone who, who does eventually go this route. It just seems, Oh, go ahead.
1: Especially with the cryptocurrency, uh, like uh, what's the cryptocurrency craze that's going on right now. Yeah.
2: I I do not see Sony being like, yep, we're getting into Bitcoin on your PlayStation. Like I just, it it all seems so weird. Especially
3: with it crashing recently. And like, it's, it's never steady. Um, it's, it's really dumb. It really just seems like future-proofing, like maybe this will happen, but there's so many things against it, whether it's the country's outlawing gambling, you know, outright uh, not having gambling or, uh, just the bad kind of look of it to like, I'm going to bet this in-game item and lose it. Crap. That sucks. (laughs) There goes Um, all my coins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's, it just seems like a really dumb system in place. However... Chat has been kind of going nuts, gonna nuts and I've looked into this. Yeah, and okay, yeah. there's something else
2: that got. Uh, I've I've got it loaded and ready to go. I do too. News, bring, y'all. That, yeah. bring that up, Steve. Cause... All right, I am I am throwing this on screen right now.
0: We have a plot synopsis for Where? the Sonic Two movie that yep. just came out this. during the show. All right, and here it we go. Like do, you, up on screen. do you
4: want me to rattle?
2: I this have off? it on screen. Okay. No, go I ahead. got it, Steve.
0: I got it in front of me. So, yes, breaking news: the Sonic 2 plot synopsis has just been released, and uh, it is as follows. After settling in Green Hills, Sonic is ready for more freedom, and Tom and Maddie agree to leave him home while they go on vacation. But no sooner are they gone when Dr. Robotnik comes back this time with a new partner, Knuckles, in search for an emerald that has the power to both build and destroy civilizations. Sonic teams up with his own sidekick, Tails, and together they embark on a journey to find the emerald before it falls into the wrong hands. Directed by Jeff Fowler and starring Jim Carrey, James Marsden, and Ben
2: Schwartz. So it's Sonic 3 and There's Knuckles. A lot to there.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sonic 3 and Knuckles it's 3, yeah, and... It's,
2: yeah. Super Sonic. It's definitely <laughs> Super Sonic. I mean, come on. Okay, mm-hmm. not all the Chaos Emeralds. There's going to be a Chaos Emerald, but we're we're seeing right. Super Sonic. Come on.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's right. probably the yeah. Master Emerald. what they're doing. Basically, this is the plot I'm pretty sure all of us thought it would be.
0: Yep, more or less. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It definitely, it definitely hits all the major beats. I figured the Sonic Two plot would, and as I've said before, sign me up. I was already hyped for this movie. I'm, I'm even more hyped now. I just, as you, as you said, Steve, Supersonic. I, we got you know a hint of just a sliver of how cool on screen Supersonic could be with the finale of the first Sonic movie when he's like supercharged with electricity and stuff, and that was awesome. But
2: I want to see proper supersonic, right? Yeah, mm. let's go, let's yeah. go. I I I want this in my life. I wonder if he's going to be. No, he has green. eyes. He'll have the red eyes, like the red eyes from Sonic Adventure. So. He, he has to. Mm. He has to. So. Yeah, yeah. Um. I, so. I do have to point out. Well, before... Is Metal Sonic going to appear? That's the real question. <laughs> I don't think so. I think I do... that's too much to put in one movie.
3: I don't know, movie. especially if Knuckles change sides. You got to have it's it's you oh, know, that's Knuckles you and have to team have... up to take on.
2: You know what though, but is Metal Sonic a big enough foe for Super Sonic to have to take on? <clears throat> I mean, it usually I like, am like hopeful CD for game. like uh, what what did what was uh, Eggman's mech from Sonic Two? Oh, the
3: Death Egg, uh, Death Egg Robot.
2: Yes, I want the Death Egg Robot. That's what <laughs> I want. I don't.
3: I honestly don't expect the Death Egg until uh, Sonic Three, just because that's such a big concept. All of a sudden,
2: well, I don't. And... I don't want the Death Egg. I want the robot
3: robot. Yeah. because <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing that. um yeah
0: i mean supersonic or, like metal sonic could potentially be a decent foe for supersonic but maybe not it's hard to say because the only time they've ever fought to my mind that i can remember is sonic heroes and that's kind of a an evolved crazy form right like uh not no supersonic's on his sonic cd
1: no 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 i mean like Met- Met- metal
0: sonic i mean Oh, just fighting Sonic in, yeah, like, period. Yeah. But, but that's my Super point, Sonic. is, like, Metal Sonic has Super
2: always been positioned Sonic. as an enemy for regular Sonic. And then there's some bigger threat yeah. that Super I Sonic mean, has to take on. Right.
3: For a lot of the games, your Super Sonic boss fight is still Eggman, just in a different robot. So, so I mean... it's mm-hmm. So, I, I think the argument's kind of moot, and as... um. Electric video game. point out Metal Sonic, not specific specifically Metal Sonic powering up with the Master Emerald too. But um, what was it? Uh, right. there was, there's Metal, Silver, and what was the third one then? Sonic Three that actually powered up as well. That was uh, Mecha Sonic. Mecha Sonic. That's yep. it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so just pull from Mecha Sonic and bam, you got yeah. Super Sonic versus Metal. You know what? I Super take Metal back. Sonic.
2: <laughs> some some form of Metal Sonic doesn't doesn't Robotnik have one of Sonic's quills?
3: he does uh, well, oh yeah, yeah he did yeah, he uses he that
2: work, so. shit to make metal sonic I oh yeah guarantee it.
3: he is awesome. a callback to the first metal movie. Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: so i wonder if the emerald they're they're you know searching for i
0: wonder if they're it's just going to be called the chaos emerald or if they're just going to skip the chaos emeralds and call it the master emerald or something I'm,
2: like i'm that. gonna like, bet it gets called the chaos emerald i just have that's this what I'm feeling that too. that's like artistic yeah. license and they're gonna just call it the chaos because it sounds cooler <laughs> right and it definitely does
4: yeah, and
2: confuse like, people
3: like, "Why is there a red emerald?" <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, um, yeah.
1: Um, you know, like um, unless they pull like an Avengers kind of thing, like where they call the Cosmic Cube the Tesseract, and they call the you know Chaos Emerald like, the Chaos Real. Gem or something like that, and yeah. they use the Chaos Gem as a way to make Metal Sonic or Metal, you know, or, or, or like Sonic himself takes the gem, you know the uh, gems, emeralds, whatever, the Gemerals, uh to uh, to be, to become Super Sonic in this case. You know, yeah. there, there's a there's a lot of different ways that this can go, and uh, if it is better than the first movie, uh, with less uh, you know with less advertisements in it, then I'll be on board with it.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, to answer a question in our uh, live audience patron chat by Rob Arman X uh, saying, "I'm so pumped for this, but I wonder, are Tom and Maddie really not going to be in the movie at all?" I'm not complaining, but it's interesting they do right the Sonic and Tom's friendship. You mentioned it in the synopsis. Yeah. Well, they're not only are they in the synopsis, but they've actually we've already seen uh, set photos of tom and maddie's characters or tom and maddie f- filming so yep um yeah, yeah that's so totally gonna, gonna get pulled into definitely it Definitely gonna be the movie they probably come back from their vacation when they find out that robotnik's back or something or through um, the big ring thing or whatever yeah, right what exactly <laughs> but man i am just i am so excited
2: for this movie yep man so
0: excited.
2: i never i never thought um, that we'd be hyped for a sequel to that movie when we saw the first poster right me too i, and I do wonder now with, change. Uh, you know we
0: we know they're, um, you know, obviously well into filming, and now we have this plot synopsis. I wonder if this means we'll be seeing a trailer pretty soon, or soon-ish.
3: I don't know.
1: Maybe. I sure yeah, hope I so. think we I imagine see, a so. poster. I, th- I think we saw a poster, though, right? Like, the poster was, like, riffing on Sonic 2's uh, cover art? I, oh, I think saw Sonic the logo, game.
0: I think.
2: Did we see a poster? We... There, there was a fan-made made fan poster. Made. There's yeah, a fan-made there fan poster, made. poster oh, that, is, that is a riff it, on Sonic 2's box art, yeah. Mm, yeah, with like it got around, but like it, it looks really
1: cool, though. It looks really great.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think we've probably
0: said everything we need to about the uh, the, the PlayStation esports gambling or Sony yep. Esports Gambling Story as well. But uh, to go back there for a little bit, uh, we do have two uh, new Super Chat donations to read out. And the mm-hmm. first one is by NPM, who donates $4.99, thank you so much, saying, uh, look, it's Parappa. He's back in NFT form. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Just No. No. Just why would you even say that? I... I I'm so tired of hearing about cryptocurrency and NFT anyway, but Mm -hmm. don't you don't don't come for Parappa, man. You don't come for Parappa.
2: (laughs) I I will say one thing about NFTs and I I have zero interest in them. They can fuck off right to hell. But uh, a very talented artist that I follow on Twitter uh, that goes by Naked Cherry uh, just sold one of her uh, drawings that that helped kind of launch her platform for like twenty thousand dollars somebody bought oh, it thanks. and I was like wow damn good for you wow. like i'm i'm mm-hmm. happy for the artists that can make insane amounts of money doing this but man i'm <laughs> i've never doing it like i heard somebody sold like the charlie bit me video <laughs> like
3: the geez, person who's charlie happening? bit me yeah uh-huh.
2: yeah so like the um the lady who is
1: like the little girl at the uh, picture with the house burning behind her oh she's, yeah like, smiling so the, uh-huh. the, the oh i heard yeah uh, yeah. She like sold that for I don't know for a godly amount of money. I forget. I mean,
2: what does that even mean geez. though? Like, is somebody going to copyright like, claim people memeing on the internet now? Like, I don't. Everything
1: is fair game now. It seems with, with, with uh, as far as like NFTs are concerned. Yeah.
2: Oh God, I hate this. How yeah. much is <laughs> Dick Butt worth? That's what I need to know.
3: <laughs> how much <laughs> money actually, do we have to scrape together to? He's open up his wallet. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. You kidding? If um, I could buy we... Dick Butt. I would. I don't know what i do with oh, it after geez. that.
1: Or maybe, like, the oh, gif man. of the Uga Chaka Baby or something like that. Yeah, exactly.
2: Damn. I, I want to um, own the old GeoCities, like, under-construction gif that everyone <laughs> used on their website. Oh, that, man. That brings me back. Don't
1: be surprised, Steve. Don't Holy be
0: surprised. <laughs> yeah. God. It will happen. Uh, we um, do also have a, another super chat donation by Muape Mulinga, who donates five dollars. Thank you very much, saying Super Saiyan Sonic, let's go! Yes, super we are all in agreement with you here, man. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for the donation, mm-hmm. and yeah, we are all super hype about the uh, the idea of Super Sonic on the big screen. So oh,
2: hold on. Thank you again. I have to I have to read this out from our patron chat. Rob Arman okay. X's roommate has a dick butt tattoo. <laughs> I I just. But the question of course is where? I, do. <laughs> I need proof. I need proof. I need visual confirmation oh, of this for the post show. Rob Armanex, you know what to do. All well, right. it, depends, it
0: depends on where that tattoo is. Yeah, yeah. So, Sorry, so, w- within limits.
2: Know. Oh God, yeah. yeah, he's gonna DM me. All
0: right. Oh, excited. Um, is needed. <laughs> By the way, we have, a, we have a, like an ongoing thing going on in our patron chat where our resident uh, Mega Man superfan 112 is like, oh, this is not the story I'm waiting for. And people are like, what's the story you're waiting for? Don't worry, 112. I got you. I know the story you're waiting for. However, that's not what this next story is. So uh, let's go ahead and get that up. <laughs> wow. On screen. What a disappointment. No, it's coming, though. It's coming. It's, it's, you know It's a slow burn, but it's going to be worth the wait. Um so this is a this is a weird one. Uh so there has been a new amiibo announced of uh Zelda and a Loftwing. Uh and it's going to be it's going to come out alongside Skyward Sword HD on July 16th. Uh and it's going to cost 24.99. So it seems as though the amiibo is going to be a bit bigger than than most amiibo are, uh which may might account for the higher price. But here's the thing. It does look beautiful. It's it's a cool looking amiibo I think but it does seemingly lock a feature, or there's a feature locked behind having the Amiibo, and it's one that really is a quality of life feature that I think should be in the game, period, for everybody, and that is that using this Amiibo in the game allows you to uh, instantly travel between the sky and surface, regardless of where Link is at the moment. It's quick travel. Yeah. Yeah, it's fast travel. I'm sorry, but this just fucking sucks, man. Like, Amiibo are cool, and I'm I'm cool with certain features being tied to Amiibo, but this is something that is just straight up player convenience. It's a quality of life feature over the original version of the game, and it's locked behind a $25 figure. That even if it was a $15 figure, you know, like most most Amiibo are or whatever, $14, 15 that I still would have a problem with that. But man, I just I don't like this.
2: Yeah, I I'm yeah. a torn on it because i'm definitely buying this amiibo i've already (laughs) pre-ordered it yeah i have every other zelda amiibo this this isn't going to be the one i skip it it, like you Mm -hmm. said ash it looks really cool um yeah you know and i i do like the idea of more premium amiibo in the sense that some of these figures you know especially about for series that i care about deeply like zelda i i want bigger more detailed amiibo for those um Sure. I agree with you though, locking something like fast travel behind it. Man, that's that's indefensible. Yeah. <laughs> that no, is
3: That's sort really of been really always is. the tricky thing about Amiibo because you at least back when they first came out, you like you wanted something useful out of these Amiibo that they did something that felt worthwhile, but you also didn't want them to be too useful or else you feel like you're getting ripped off in the game itself and we see that in in full force here with this this Zelda amiibo, and I, I don't I, I don't know how to fix it because it's it's not the first time i have done this. Like the whole fusion mode um, uh, difficulty uh, in Samus Returns was locked behind the Metroid amiibo,
2: and oh, apparently man. that's
3: really hard to find now.
2: That is also uh, one of the coolest amiibo ever,
3: <laughs> right? Yeah, oh. It looks cool. You're, you're going to do that. It's I I don't know why i don't know how to fix this i mean obviously that functionality should be there as an option because having that quick travel between the uh land and sky even out of dungeons is really nice and would help uh, help a lot of people with the pacing uh for that but i i oof. Yeah, my There's no good answer to this one. That said, I've completely bought into it. Amy and I looked at each other I was like, Yeah, we're buying this. So we pre- as soon as I saw oh, yeah. it was up for pre-order, I did it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh I, I feel like uh some folks <clears throat> in the chat mentioned that it'd be okay if it gave you like early access to fast travel, like if there was an item you right. could get later in the game without the amiibo. If it was something where it was just, oh, you can do this in the game, but this lets you do it a little sooner. I'd be fine with that, but the idea that an totally actual fine. feature is just completely locked behind a physical item. That's the other key is that not necessarily that Nintendo is paywalling this, which I don't necessarily love, but the fact that it's paywalling it behind a physical item that not everybody can just buy. I right, mean, right. if you want to charge me want. Yeah, if you want to charge me $3, $5 to just get fast travel, right? I'm not going to love it. But at least I can just <laughs> – anyone with the game can access that feature for an amount of money. Um, yeah. But $25 mm-hmm. for a physical item, not everybody has a GameStop nearby. Not everybody can get Amazon deliveries easily. Not everybody has the time to hunt these things down, too. They get sold out on pre-orders. I'm still trying to get the Zelda Joy-Con for fuck's sake. So, I mean, <laughs> it, it just speaks to the fact that this is kind of like a tone-deaf idea. You know, I, I mean, least... um,
1: yeah yeah i mean if we're being like honest here like nintendo is not exactly known for being uh, very fan friendly honestly um no. you know with like with like what they sell yeah. to fans and what how they treat fans in general i mean you know you look at how they treat it, like with like smash tournaments for example in the past things like that um you know i'm not really too surprised that they're gonna like pull something like this but like they could very easily just like wash this away you know like to take away any like ill will if they just have the actual like fast travel as like just free dlc you could just download it like when the game comes out whatever and if you want the figure, the figure is cool too. It has all this detail. It's bigger than most amiibos, whatever. That's why it has a higher price point. But also, you could use it to also access this thing in like a cool, unique way, whatever. Uh, just just do your fans a service for once and like you know, <laughs> just give them that at least. Uh, that that is really right. done the walk away like a quality of life thing. You know, if it, if it's a cosmetic thing, fine, whatever. Like if you want to make like your you know, was it uh, the um, if you want to make the loft wing, um, you know, like a different like look or whatever. Like if you have like a like a unique skin maybe for the loft wing, that'd be cool. Like to add as as a unique yeah. thing to this amiibo, they can only access that way. But otherwise, yeah, like the quality of life thing, that's a step too far.
3: Or maybe like unlimited boosts with the loft wing or something like that. Like, yeah, that'd, that'd be yeah, something. Something
0: that like is is like a little tweak to the gameplay that that's fun if you have it, but isn't something that's so so quality of lifey right and I, i've mentioned this before but i'm like player convenience is huge to me i'm a huge proponent of respecting the player's time the older i get the more i realize you know what i don't have time to just piss away grinding or doing and a that work for in that. games <laughs> i just don't have time for it not like i did as a kid right and so i f- firmly believe that games should go out of their way whenever reasonably possible to respect the player's time and This is the exact opposite of that. It's only respecting your time if you want to cough up 25 bucks plus tax for this Amiibo. And this just so rubs me the wrong way.
3: (laughs) You know, you know, I I was inspired by, uh, where was it? Sir stuff. I think here we go. Sir stuff. Iffy, I think it's how you pronounce it. Sorry. Um, for a, a, a functionality that would make people even ma- even matter if they added in, what let's say we got a Girahim or a Demise amiibo, um, and it unlocked the ability to just skip past the uh, imprisoned boss fights.
0: You know what? That they could charge a decent amount of money for that. I probably would buy that because, goddamn,
2: I hate the, that boss fight. <laughs> that. Well, you don't like being the Demise's podiatrist? I don't get it.
0: Uh, what a ho- and the fact that you have to fight that stupid thing three times look skyward sword i'll defend a lot of it I, I, I like a lot about skyward sword but there's stuff that really is just so indefensible about that game at the same time and that is one of the one of those things god yeah. what a horrible fight mm. <laughs> and again three times you have to play that horrible uh, uh. Just thinking about it annoys me um with that said we do have another super chat from uh, nathan eisler uh, for $5, uh, 5 US dollars, thank you so much. Saying, uh, Wind Waker HD had a lot of new features that were just in the game. Yeah, exactly. And this kind of reminds me of Twilight Princess HD, where you had to have the, uh, I think it was the Ganondorf Amiibo to unlock a higher, a harder difficulty. And that, it's kind of like that too. It's it's like, Twilight Princess, one of the problems with it was that it was already way too easy. And it would have been nice just to have that in the game and not lock yep. behind... A figure at the same time though like amiibo are kind of a weird concept in general because i imagine it must be very difficult to find that that sweet spot right Mm -hmm. of of having you know you want to add value to the amiibo and and give people who own the amiibo exclusive features but you can't give them exclusive features that are too good i guess or too intense or or (laughs) or or have too much uh to do with the base content of the game because then you're you're locking everybody else out of that content
2: Hold on. Go ahead. I, I have to point this out as somebody who owns hundreds of these stupid things. <laughs> I have never once, once, and and mind you, I know that you know. I, I all of us get get a lot of free stuff from game companies. I have almost never got free amiibo, and I have so that means I've bought all of the all this stupid amount of amiibo that are hovering over my head right now. I've never bought them for what they do in a game, ever. No, ever. I have no, always bought uh-huh. them because I'm like character cool buy yeah. toy. Like <laughs> yeah, <same. laughs> I don't know what ninety percent of them do. I have no clue. Yeah. I buy them because Very I t- love the games either. they're from. No, that's a great yeah. point. I mean that's why I, I own all the Smith I, I am a yeah. total mark for these. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: The the only amiibo that I can remember uh getting from Nintendo, ironically enough, was the, the Metroid amiibo. Yeah. The squishy one. So uh-huh. I have two. Because I already pre-ordered. I was like, oh, all right. Which kind of works out, apparently, because I, I saw that it's like 130 bucks now. So it's like, geez, I was yeah, I I, just keep holding Nintendo. on to that as it gets rarer.
2: <laughs> Nintendo sent me uh, the, the same squishy Metroid. They sent me the other... I believe there's another uh, Samus Returns Amiibo, like Samus Crouching. Oh, Samus
3: Crouching, yeah. 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 I
2: have yeah. that one. They sent me those. And then they sent me Wolf Link, which I already had, because I had bought the... Uh, the Twilight Princess Collector's Edition that came with it. Um, mm-hmm. So when Breath of the Wild came out, they sent me a, a Wolf Link amiibo with that. I was like, cool, I guess. A- and mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. fair though, if we're making the case for things in a game uh, that that strike that right balance between kind of like DLC and and buying a physical good, Wolf Link is, in my opinion, the perfect example of how to work that in. You scan Wolf Link. Yeah. Wolf Link appears in your game. That's dope. I love that. Um, it, it makes sense that, it, that Wolf Link, the character, would be locked behind Wolf Link, the toy. I'm okay with that. Like, you want Wolf Link, who is absolutely unnecessary to your progress in Breath of the Wild, to come hang out with you and find you apples or whatever, then, <laughs> then cool. You got to buy the, the $12 Wolf Link toy. And honestly, if that's how they worked across the board, like, oh, hey, I want Toon Link to join me in this game. I guess I got to go buy a Toon Link toy for that. That makes a lot of sense, and I don't even need to guess at what the hell they do. I don't know why mm. it's not yeah. that way.
3: I, I but, mean, Super yeah. Mario Maker had, a, had the right way. You could grind out the way to get all those um, that was uh, characters, uh, but or costume. you could
2: just scan them. Oh, God. It nice. How did
0: it perfect su- way to do that. Yeah. How did
2: Super yeah. Mario Maker 2 screw that up? How did they not right? just copy that? Yeah. Like... That was dumb. Come on. Yeah, that was one of
0: the things about that game. And I, I like Mario Maker 2, but losing all those really cool character costumes was such a bummer, man. That yeah, and they should have just brought that back. Um and I, I think, you know, there are other examples of games that do it well. I think uh Mega Man Legacy Collection does well. It's just, you know, the Mega Man Amiibo unlocks a few extra challenges, like five or six extra challenges which are not at all like really significant content, but they're there if you want them, right? Um and there's also the Shovel Knight Amiibo like uh the Shovel Knight plus the three pack of uh Spectre Knight plague Knight and uh, king Knight, they unlock like fairy familiars they can like you know give you a little assistance and do cool things during the game and i think also unlock extra challenges for each character but again nothing super super significant and yeah so there are games that do it well skyward sword hd though isn't appearing to be one of them but i you know i will hope that maybe this is a feature that is in the game and that, that the amiibo just lets you unlock it early but i'm not gonna hold my breath
2: yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, hopeful. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, yeah, I was going to say, like, it to be something that Nintendo's just, like, testing out and maybe just kind of see what the reaction is like. And uh, I guess if there's, like, enough of a negative reaction, they might reverse course on it. But until then, if there are enough people like you guys who are pre-ordering as soon as it's up, they might not even care. So we'll see.
3: Yeah.
1: Right.
0: Uh, well, before mm. we move on, we actually have another Super Chat by Rotten Tanuki. Uh, with a $5 donation saying Metroid tease and issued number th- number three DC and Fortnite crossover comic. Mind blown. That is weird. What?
3: I just searched for this. I just put the article into the green room um, so oh, you guys okay. can see it yourself. Uh, just see what it's like. And it is... I don't know if this is a tease. This feels more like an Easter egg.
4: Let's see here.
3: Because see. it's just literally uh, Simis' very suit outline in the background. In brown. Oh,
2: Okay, so, so that could just be an Easter egg.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think that's more of an Easter egg than anything.
2: Direct. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say that that's not directly a tease. Uh, I agree with you, Derek. That's right. I mean that that's like throwaway stuff. It, it could be because, as we know from the Epic versus Apple court case, uh, that they pursued uh, getting Samus into the game. It could have been that you know the artists were privy to this when this comic was in production, and then they just kind of you know like quick taking a racer to her she's not going to be here um but (laughs) but yeah this this to me isn't an implicit tease that samus is going to be coming if anything you know yeah easter Mm -hmm. egg for sure like a hundred percent only eagle-eyed people would spot that yeah
3: rob rob our x points out that she is next to ryu and chun li
0: oh Well, then, yeah. Uh, Well, hmm.
3: Which, who are in the game, so. who
0: are in Fortnite. Which is still
1: amazing to me that they are in the game and that they can hold guns and shoot and stuff like that. I know,
4: right.
0: I mean, and we also know from the, you know, the Epic versus Apple court case, some of those, you know, some of those uh, leaked Fortnite characters that never actually made into the game, Samus was one of them, so maybe there are still plans to make that happen. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, they definitely have Um, the money
2: to buy Nintendo off on this one, so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: but thank you for the donation, Rod Nuki, And we have another uh, super chat by Black Ninja with a $2 donation saying, this amiibo is the only one the game will work with, of course, referencing uh, Skyward Sword HD. And yes, I do believe that they have said that the Loftwing Zelda amiibo
2: is the only uh, one compatible. Which, again, with, is uh, very weird. <laughs> As, yeah, as someone you know what, who like, has them all, there are a lot of Zelda amiibo out there. Well,
0: <laughs> that may have been a nice kind of like again. This I I do think that that the fast travel should just be in in the base game, but that might have been a, May have been like a nice partial mea culpa if, if they had made it so that any Zelda amiibo unlocked that feature, you know, and and it didn't it they didn't you know make it exclusive to just that one almost thirty dollar figure. So that
2: might have been a nice middle ground, but. Yeah, either way, that's just
0: something that should have been in the game.
2: To be fair, though, and and this is something from my years of covering Nintendo, uh, Nintendo is awfully opaque about how Amiibo work with specific games, and with every single Mm -hmm. Nintendo game I've reviewed where I've gotten this whole collection down and scanned them, I always find at least two or three that do something that Nintendo just didn't publicize at all. So Mm -hmm. it is entirely possible that one of the very many zelda figures that are already out could possibly trigger this and nintendo just won't tell you because they want you to go buy that figure
4: it's like <laughs> right. an easter egg kind of thing right <laughs> exactly. like you
1: have to like yeah. discover it on your on your own in that case so yeah like in yeah. that case i do actually like that because it kind of brings you back to like say like the old like nes days for example like when there was like a secret in the game that no one discovers until like 20 years later or something you know yeah right right
0: yep well as it turns out, uh, locking a quality of life feature behind an Amiibo for Skyward Sword HD isn't the only unpopular thing Nintendo did this week. <laughs> <I>
3: mean, so, <laughs> real quick, another, real, oh. another one is oh. $5 donation from x oh. X-90. Uh, thank you so much saying, hey, guys, finish the semester. I'm so happy to finally chill with you all again. Great to see you. Well, welcome back. Thank you so much. Thank
0: you very much. Thanks for catching that, Derek. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, on to the second unpopular thing Nintendo has done this week. So let's get that up on screen. And uh, this is funny, because Nintendo has, has made a big deal of the fact that now there are over 100 games on the Nintendo Switch online servers between NES and Super NES. And they, uh, they just announced the latest update, bringing the total to 104. And they're interesting, interesting uh, additions. So we've got four new Super Nintendo games, Joe and Mac, Magical Drop 2, Spanky's Quest, which is that name, and Super Baseball Simulator 1000. As well as one new NES game, which is actually Jap- uh, Japan exclusive, and that's Ninja Gaiden Um So yeah, but, but here's the thing: Japan gets Fire Emblem Genealogy of the Holy War. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, so, um, I
1: was making this joke actually to someone earlier, like when that was like revealed. Actually, since uh, you know me as a retro gaming guy and all that, but. Um, yeah. You know, so I was making the joke that um, that like Japan, like the culture Japanese get all the really cool RPGs, like for their like retro game releases. Meanwhile, uh-huh. the stupid Americans get all the caveman games. Yeah. Well, <laughs>
0: That's right, yeah. yeah. And look, I, I think I played a little bit of Joe and Mac back in the day. I don't think it's a terrible game. From wasn't, what I remember, wasn't Joe Mac already
3: project. on the Switch online? Like, or was it Joe and Mac 2? Because I could have swore that like there was already yeah, a Joe, Joe and Mac, Mac game came
1: out first, but there was another caveman game that came out not a too long ago.
0: Caveman game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. I will say though, as as one one two points out in our live audience chat, Spanky's quest, just from what I saw in the in the Nintendo Switch Online trailer, does look pretty wild, and it seems like a game that might be worth checking out. But it's actually you know, a fun game. I would
3: say that. I, I mean, okay, I, I will say about these picks is a lot of times it's just like it's the weird games you might not pick up naturally yourself, and might find some classics that you're kind of into. But it's not the big ones everybody wants, and that's the problem.
2: Yeah. Right. It, it, um, it's just such yeah. a weird thing with, you know, we say this every time. I feel like every time they announce new Switch Online games, uh, we come back to this well of like, where, how are <laughs> they why? choosing these games? <laughs> like, is it, yeah. Like, do they just go to the saddest, most depressed person at <laughs> NCL and just say, what games would you like to put on for the fans?
1: Wasn't was because <laughs> w- w- because uh, wasn't last month like tough enough for some weird like fighting yeah. game
2: that was? on? <laughs> yeah, hey, punk, you tough enough. I can't, remember, what...
1: enough?
0: <laughs> I can't uh-huh. remember which games it was, but yeah, there was like a weird there was like a weird fighting game, and and here's the thing though, it's not as if they're always disappointing. Like we've gotten all three Donkey Kong Country games in, in the course of this service, and but you know it's funny because every time this happens. And it's not in there, Earthbound starts trending on Twitter. Like, where's (laughs) Earthbound? Like, and not only that, but Super Mario RPG. And that, to be fair, might be an issue with Square. You know, who knows? Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like the day
1: that they add Mother 3 onto this Nintendo Switch e service will be the day that Twitter just crashes. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that will be the day. The day
0: they add Mother 3 localized into anything, however they do it, Twitter, Twitter. And Terry Crews, Terry
1: Crews called that out too, remember? I don't know if you saw that. that. Oh, yeah. I did see that, right? Yeah, Terry Crews called up.
3: So, Where's
0: Mother Three? <laughs> like
1: Terry Crews himself said that. It's crazy, right?
0: <laughs> but yeah, man, like I would love to be a fly in the wall in whatever meetings you know are, are held to to decide what the next drop of NES and SNES online games is going to be because there just there seems to be no rhyme or reason to it, and it's just weird. Like some of these games are so obscure, and <laughs> and, and, and then again, I mean, you know, there is at least a cool element to this. Again, the NES game we got is actually a Famicom game, Ninja Jada madra Although if I remember correctly, that might've been released also on the Wii or Wii U eShop. Listen, it is like- Wednesday
2: and you should absolutely know that it was released on the Wii eShop. Come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I do,
2: I know the Wii eShop had that kind of, had that like uh,
0: promotion where they were doing J- uh, Japan exclusive games every so often. And I think that might have been one of them. So it is. It's, yeah, it's
2: literally in the We Shop
0: Wednesday song. So <laughs> nice. Um, now there is actually an interesting little extra part to this story, uh, and this comes from Luigi Blood on Twitter, uh, and that uh, pertains to Magical Drop Two. And apparently, it's the official US version, which, according to Luigi Blood, was never released. And it's and they don't mean the new release that's based on the fan translation. The title screen is apparently completely different from any version of this game that has been released and i looked into this a bit more and uh they i guess they were they eventually learned that the english logo in this release was the official arcade logo which suggests that data east the developer had this completed back then like had this build completed back then and nintendo just never released it so yeah. it's kind of a weird situation
2: i mean that's this i mean
0: match- cool. It that's, is cool, that's
1: like the silver lining with all these like weird titles yeah. that are coming out because like some of them are games that yeah we just never seen stateside or just haven't seen the light of day at all in this particular case and um yeah that's just really cool it's like as far as like gaming history and preserving some of these games yeah. even if they never did actually officially release here in stateside
2: yeah mm-hmm. see right. i would i would trade the classics that i want for the games we never got because i can go back 100%. and play chrono sure. trigger but i've never seen these games and that is dope i love that um and yeah Yeah, play Chrono Trigger. Yeah, and and (laughs) like you know, I was I was gonna say earlier, I'm like, I don't want to on the Switch
3: online. I just want Chrono Trigger on 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 (laughs) Twitch.
2: Uh You know what? Like Square (laughs) Enix. Chrono Trigger online. Just just sell me the goddamn ROM of Chrono Trigger. I don't care (laughs) if you do nothing to it. Charge twenty five. The ROM could be NFT in this case. You just buy. Yeah. There you go. Oh,
0: you're you're gonna get it for twenty four ninety nine,
2: Steve, and you're gonna we're we're gonna get we're gonna love it. Yeah, I know. I buy it. I've said yeah. it a million times. You you put Chrono Trigger on the eShop. I'll buy it at any price. All right? And Chrono
1: Trigger Amiibo to follow it.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. If I got a oh. Chrono Trigger Amiibo, I'd own three of them oh. shits for no good reason. Like, one to sit on the shelf and two to keep in the yeah. package just in case one package gets damned. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> if they ever did Chrono Trigger Amiibo, I mean, it would be a problem if they
0: release like, one of every character. I would buy whatever they released. It, it, mm-hmm. Every single Chrono Trigger amiibo I would own. Yeah, are and it you wouldn't listening even matter how many they release. Yeah,
2: <laughs> seriously. I, I, him I him know on you Twitter watch the our time. show.
0: I mean, yeah,
2: yeah. Intense. All right. Yeah. I know we're so gonna boy. we're gonna get bad dudes on the on Nintendo Switch Online before we get Chrono Trigger.
3: <laughs> I think we already got, got bad dudes. Bad
2: enough dude to travel back in time did in 1999. Did we get really? oh. you know, bad
3: dudes
0: before Chrono Trigger? Did that happen? I'm, I mean, that in any number of other games.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Bad dudes. Yeah. Like, are you a bad enough dude to save the president we got before <laughs> Chrono Trigger? I'm... Hold on.
3: Double checking. Well, I need to know burger. this. <laughs> I need to know this
2: before we move on. I emotionally uh-huh. can't move on before we find this out. <laughs>
3: well, we also got,
0: like, the likes of Renegade before Chrono Trigger. Oh, that's is, true. You know, yeah. Yeah. So many other weird games. River
1: City um, Ransom before uh, before River City Ransom in that case yeah mm-mm. I don't it's very uh, baffling. Boy,
2: I'm gonna get a fountain pen and write a strongly worded letter to Doug Bowser <laughs> if if I find out that Bad Dudes <laughs> is on Switch Online. I,
3: I don't yeah. think it's on uh, Switch Online, but it is part of the job Johnny Turbo's arcade thing.
2: Oh <sighs> yeah, it is Man. part of that Yeah. If if that ever yeah. happens, if if we get one of these updates and like that chipper ass nintendo announcer is like bad dudes is coming to switch off all- i'm that's it i'm driving are you a bad <laughs> enough dude <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. i can't remember is river city ransom already on switch online because that's also that's it's, a, similarly, a, well, it's, a, it's on, a, on that just, collection
1: like along with, along with renegade and like all the other um like was it technos japan games so
2: yeah yeah one one two in the chat is saying that river city ransom is there Oh yeah, yeah.
0: sorry, I was thinking not River City Ransom. I'm sorry. That would not be egregious. That's a great game or a good game. Uh, I was thinking (laughs) Urban Champion. My bad. Uh, Is Urban Champion already on? (laughs) Because like that would be
3: equally
1: egregious if
0: it was. Yeah. Wait for next month.
3: (laughs)
1: Um
0: two months from now. Wait for next month. Two months from now. Yeah. Uh well before we move on, we have another uh donation from the Fa 54 with a five I think it's Peruvian soul donation. I hope I got that right. Uh, saying, still feels weird that the... Ah, sorry, hang on. I'm having a bit of technical issue over here.
3: I'll, I'll read it. I see it. It still feels weird that okay. the only old Fire Emblem game that got a localization was only li- was only a limited release. Yeah, that's that's pretty strange. It's, I don't get it. It is but... really weird.
0: Yeah, right. Um, but yes, thank you, the five fifty four 54 uh, for your donation, and I hope I got that currency correct. Uh, but thank you so much for that. With that said, one one two in the live audience chat, your time has come. Let's go ahead and get the next uh, story up on screen. He's out of joys. Looking for yeah. So, Limited Run Games has announced uh, that Mega Man: The Wily Wars is going to, for the first time ever, be available in a physical cartridge uh, in North America. So, over twenty-five years after this game was originally released, we are finally getting it in a physical Sega Genesis cartridge here in the states and this is actually being produced by Retrobit Gaming. And this actually like includes quite a bit. Like you the, you have two versions of the game. You have the original ntscj version as well as Retrobit Publishing's version which eliminates like a bunch of slowdown kind of like what we saw in the Sega Genesis mini release of the game. There are like lenticular cards, there's an interchangeable outer sleeve, uh full color instruction manual. A blue cartridge, double-sided poster, sticker book, collectors' cards. There's a lot of stuff in this package, and it's 69.99. Uh, pre-orders open tomorrow, I believe, at 7 a.m. Pacific. So, you know, obviously, any all you hardcore Mega Man fans out there who want to own the Wily Wars physically, it's finally happening. And now, I hate, I'm not, I'm not trying to cut you off, Steve. I know what you're going to say. The game itself, not <laughs> who not the cares. Best game. The, the no, NES won. versions. The NES versions of all three games are definitely better. There's no yeah, doubt about it. But if you are a Mega Man, you know, like a, a, a Mega Man enthusiast, these do occupy a really interesting place in Mega Man's history that have been, you know, it's been kind of mostly locked out of uh, for U.S. players other than the Sega Genesis Mini, which didn't come out all that long ago. So this is right. cool if hold you're on, a Die but hold, I think for everybody
2: else. Hold the phone. <laughs> hold the <laughs> phone. This is... Far from the first time this has appeared on a cartridge. This appeared on a cartridge at my local game store 10 years ago. Like, let's not ignore the fact that no, but well, I mean, right. my, my well, point it is, it's yeah. not the first time it's on a cartridge.
0: eBay begs well, to no. differ. Well, officially, I mean, official, it is an official yeah. release. That's I, what I mean. Of, of course, yeah. yeah. no,
2: I get that it was a bootleg. I totally get yeah. that it was a bootleg. You bought I'm the Wiley Wars. It wasn't yeah. the Wiley Wars. You got the Wiley Wars. <laughs> yeah, I got the. <laughs> the I got Y-wee one wars. Wiley yeah. War for on that cart. But like you said, yeah. the Genesis Mini is here. It's on there. Exactly. They're they're objectively inferior versions of the games. I'm not going to relitigate all that. I know you agree, Ash, but yeah, I mean like I'm excited for Mega Man fans to have like a Capcom sanctioned version of it on a cart, but we can't Mm. ignore the fact it's not the first time. It's not the first time this like. yeah First time. <laughs> but you can say the same thing i guess if mother three ever
0: does come out here you know oh i will i then, will
2: like, absolutely physical, be the one shouting yeah. who cares about that as well uh-huh. like trust fair me enough. fair enough. like i i can go down to like my local mom and pop game store and buy a bootleg ass mother three right now if i'm really that impatient uh right the only reason you gotta i find a story that you're talking about <laughs> I, oh dude hold i showed these off months ago but i also okay. have like a, Sonic, got a new sponsor. A, a, a Sonic game, and like a weird Metal Gear Russian game that are Holy just like crap. ROM hacks of other worse games. But like, I, I was gonna do a video on them, and then I played them, and I'm like, no, this is not worth anyone's time. But you can at least uh, do like a video on like your like experience with them. At least. I, if people right. probably would want to watch me suffer through those, I um, would watch that. <laughs> I thought we were. Friends. No, wait. I, I hope you're not. <laughs> I, I assume you're not equating. I assume you're not equating Mega
0: Man the Wily Wars to to shitty roms. No, 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 right? no. I'm not. But I'm okay. saying the
2: process of bringing them to market is exactly the same, right? Right. Right. Um, well, yeah. and, and that's the thing. Like, if I really, really, really wanted these games, I could have obtained them physically a long time ago for ten right. bucks, and I. I don't love Limited Run, you know, ignoring that. Like, I get sure. I get it, but... And also, I'd just love to see it come straight from Capcom. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. But and it's as, cool.
4: Somehow, it's cool know, for
0: fans. I will fans. say, Limited Run games for me, I don't really buy the, a lot of their stuff just because I just, you know, I'm getting the, to the point in my life where I don't feel the need to own everything physically and their prices are a bit high, in my opinion. I love what they do, and I'm glad they're preserving games in the way they are. It's just not necessarily for me, but I, I do have to say that... As LRG is concerned, I'm pretty impressed by everything they're including in this package for the price, for 70 bucks. essentially. There's a lot of just little bonus items that you're getting, and it's more than I would have expected. I mean, they probably could have released just the cart and and char- charged that much for it, and diehard Mega Man fans, or a lot of them, probably would have still bought it. So it is cool that they're doing all this extra stuff for it. Um, but, you know, personally, I'm fine having the digital version on my Sega Genesis Mini. I you know i already have so much stuff right i and don't Mega Man specifically I for you <laughs> add. yeah Mega Man <laughs> specifically for me as cool as this is i don't you know know if i actually need to own it I, I have it now in the genesis mini now if we didn't have a genesis mini and that had never happened then i probably would be picking this up and i might still yeah I there's decided, a, there's a
2: big argument I'm... to be made about having it available in an accessible fashion um, right. And honestly, going back to it, and I'm—I I'm, swear, Fa- Mega Man fans, I'm not trying to shit too much on your enjoyment, but I would much rather <laughs> if I—if I wanted the Wily Wars, I would pick it up on the Genesis Mini ten times out of ten because at least that has HDMI. I can plug it into my TV. Yeah, my I mean, hassle. That, um, thats
3: yeah. the one thing I would offer up to this because you know we obviously got um, Castlevania Bloodlines uh, re-released finally after all these years, thanks to the Castlevania Anniversary Collection. Right. Before that, I had to buy an actual cart in order to actually to stream that for that that whole um, uh, series, the streaming series. And I'll tell you right now, it looks way better on the Switch, and I think that's kind of where uh, Steve is coming from because you are getting called out by all Doodle in the patron chat. Uh, uh, Steve. <laughs> oh, I saw he that. There's a blast streamer on in our Switch. I, I mean, I can just play it on the SNES, and I think. That's the big difference here. I think I don't think anybody's asking for the original cart of Mother Three. I think they're asking for basically what Wily Wars was. Game, yeah, just yeah. I, I I want mean, I want,
2: mm-hmm. I want uh, Chrono Trigger on the Switch because it, it's my platform of choice at the moment. Right? Like I just right. want it on a modern platform that I use frequently. Um, well, you know, also, the I, best
1: game of all time should be on every platform. Period. Anyway, but that's neither here nor there. that yes. as well.
2: Yeah. Yes. If, if you announce to me that that. You know, you're, you're putting all my favorite games out on modern platforms. I'm not going to complain. I'm just going to buy them. <laughs> you exactly. know, um, right, Chrono Trigger is on my PC. Money. <laughs> I absolutely, uh, I I own it on PC, but my PC doesn't get thrown in my bag when I travel. So, <laughs> you know, I, I prefer to have the, the ability to do it that way. There's, there's a whole lot of arguments I could make. I, I shouldn't have to argue for Chrono Trigger to be on anything. Put Chrono Trigger, <laughs> Chrono Trigger on calculators. No, I don't give a fuck. Right. I got a little screen okay, right you know, there. I'll funny. put Chrono Trigger on that <laughs> yeah.
0: It's funny. I just realized. I, I think three of the four of us today on this show have the same favorite game of all time. Right, being Chrono Trigger.
2: Chr- yeah. Chrono Trigger is is definitely up there for me. My my favorite game of okay, all time fluctuates day to day, but it's it's top three Fair for enough. sure.
0: Okay. Gotcha gotcha. Okay, reprogram- so almost three of us. Rotation. Maybe like two and a half of us. Yeah. It depends <laughs> um, it depends
2: on how I'm feeling that day. Right now, Chrono Trigger is my favorite game of all time.
0: Yes. Right.
1: One gotcha, of us. One of us.
0: <laughs> uh Narukami in the Patreon chat says, Now we need Mega Man and Bass released on the SNES in America. Game isn't that great, but would but it would be cool. I agree. It would actually that would be a, a pretty cool thing to get via SNES online just because yeah, we got it the GBA version here, but GB you do movies. not want to deal with the Scary screen stories. crunch in that game. <laughs> no, you don't. Then that game already has design issues that make it harder than it should be. And, for horror yeah, then, stories. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Then, like, make the screen size smaller. It just exacerbates them even more. So, but, yeah, that would be really cool to get uh, if we ever did, you know, someday. But uh, before we move on, we have a, another super chat, of course, from 112 saying $3 for three remade games. Hashtag Mega Man forever. Hell yeah, <laughs> man. Hashtag <laughs> Mega Man forever all the way. <laughs> so uh, oh, there's also this, you know,
3: Zaire Miller with yeah, $4.99 you got it with, yeah $4.99 right. donation says fun facts about nintendo vault uh the collection of mana is a switch exclusive because square enix got the trials of of rom uh rom from nintendo
2: i have oh, never heard about how nor had i interesting yeah
3: i did not hear That's, about that either Let I me. Mean, they actually put a, cool. a little bit of a link here let me see if i can actually use it Great. Oh, it's from E3 2019 thing. It's just uh, the, from Game Informer talking about it. Oh, that's so, so cool. Well,
0: thank you, you for that little fun fact, uh, Zaire Miller, and for the donation. Thank you very much. But, uh, uh, man, this has been a
2: lengthy, real, spirited show. Oh, go ahead. Real quick, Brady Power in the chat says uh, Steve, convince me to buy Chrono Trigger and I'll buy it. Hang on for the post show. I'm about a monologue your ass about Chrono Trigger. So <laughs> oh I'll, see, oh, I'll see you, you in me the post both, show. Man. Oh There's a yeah. trio you log, really, both. if you there we go. Yeah, yeah trio log.
4: Exactly
0: yeah. <laughs> um and I think it was Rob Rman X who up above in the patron chat,
2: oh yeah, how, uh, wants to know how much they need to up their pledge to see you suffer on, on stream, Steve. I mean, <laughs> listen, I I love the G V gang, and I'll just <laughs> suffer for you for free. Um nice. <laughs> I mean, so if if it depends on the specific flavor of suffering that you would like me to endure. Uh, but it, it can be discussed a fee can be can be settled upon depending like if you're going to tell me that i need to like lay on a bed of nails or light myself on fire then please no um but if you're going to tell me i need to watch area. the room yeah then all right right <laughs>
0: Okay, well, this has been a long and winding show, lots of great discussions, lots of detours, Sonic 2 crazy news coming out, uh, you know, in halfway through the show. But we have one more news story to wrap things up with, so let's go ahead and get that up on screen. And that is that the former, formerly Stadia-exclusive Super Bomberman R Online is going to launch on May 27th for Switch, PS4, and PC, uh, and it's going to be coming to Xbox One later. Uh, they're also adding a bunch of new stuff to the game. There's going to be a battle pass system and uh, in-game seasons. Uh, and season one actually is going to be headlined by the old Snake Bomber. And Ooh, nice. this is this is really cool. I mean, Bomberman's awesome, right? I have my. We all have our issues with you know the current state of Konami, but as cool as this is, it makes me really sad to see that like the only form we're really seeing Snake in right now is old Snake Bomber, and that just <laughs> makes me think of the quote from MGS4. Snake had a hard life. This, <laughs> is, this is how it's all turned out for Snake. This is just... The Bomberman
1: character no on... or like a Pachinko machine or yeah. whatever it may be.
0: Exactly, mm-hmm. right? Like, no hate on Bomberman. This actually looks really cool. Super Bomberman R was actually a lot of fun and uh, was supported post-launch by Konami for a long time and got a lot of cool new stuff added it to did. it. Um, yeah. So, yeah.
1: Other Konami characters, too, I believe,
0: right? A lot like yeah. Pyramid Head yeah. and... Alucard, uh, I believe. Jihudi, Alucard and yeah. from uh, Zone of the Enders, so... Really cool stuff, and I think this is a free-to-play version of the game, and uh, so it's going to be, of course, you know, kind of like there will be premium currency with which you can, you know, buy new in-game costumes and stuff, and you can buy that in-game currency with real currency, but of course you can, you know, earn the in-game currency through just playing the game as well, but, you know, more Bomberman, I
2: think, is pretty much always a good thing. I would, I I hope that we still have the massively multiplayer online games that uh, Bomberman R had on Stadia.
3: Yeah, it's it's sixty. I'm watching the trailer right now. Sixty four player, nice battle royale. They we are. are, we are ha- they have customizable that. bombs. They have customizable you know bomber men. They have all the characters from those uh, releases, like you know Simon and whatnot. That you guys were talking about. So mm-hmm. it's all pretty much in there, just online in massive battles, which is pretty cool. I'm down. Bomber. Sounds
1: like kind of the closest it, thing yeah. to like a new Saturn bomber man,
3: almost. Yeah, so. if if it oh, is right. free to play and opened in in. Uh, uh, you can get private matches. Uh, that'd be a great one for the uh, something to play with patrons.
2: Yep. Right. That has monthly what's really funny about, stream
3: written all over it.
0: It does. Yeah, actually, it does. Um, what's really funny about this is if you watch the trailer, the one of the things it says is, you know, come out on top to become the Bomber One. Did they literally crib that? <laughs> literally crib that straight from Pac-Man 99? Like, <laughs> you know, when you win that, you're called the Pac-One. And now Konami's saying in this, become the Bomber One. Is that just... I mean, In why can't they go back to example- the 90s and say you're
1: the bomb? <laughs> like, why can't yeah, they there you go. go. That? Yeah, right. I just oh, find yeah. I found
0: that so funny. Like, did they just look at Pac Man 99 and say, "Yeah, we're we're cribbing that idea"? <laughs> probably,
2: probably, almost certain. Yes. Like, yeah. just a just an underpaid intern. He's like, I only got the job here because I wanted to work with Kojima. And They're like, quick, yeah. write a tagline for Super Bomber. He's like, no.
1: Winner, winner, bomber <laughs> yeah. dinner. Oh God. Yeah.
2: So, hey, yeah, like I said, more Bomberman's
0: always a good thing, but of course, you know, there's so much else that, that I know we all wish Konami was also doing. Like Wario Plus. Uh, <laughs> <at>
4: the...
0: <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, we do have a couple more Super Chat donations. Uh, first one is by Rotten Tanuki again. You've been so generous. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, another $5 saying, can you imagine what would happen to the internet if Akira Toriyama and the people who made Dragon Quest eleven remade Chrono Trigger? Dude, I've been saying that for years something... now. Yep. This is this is something that we have all specifically talked about. I would
2: destroy the internet myself. Be, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll grab <laughs> a baseball bat, destroy the internet with my own hands.
1: Yeah. I mean, I that think we talked about this like last time I was on though, but like remember like when the creator of Owlboy came out with a fake trailer for a Chrono right. Break game. Right. And, oh, yeah. know, like his version of Chrono Break. And I mean, that would be incredible. Like, especially by the way it looks. It's the creator of Owlboy and he makes like amazing, like, you know, pixel art and all that stuff, amazing games and stuff, but yeah, I mean anything Chrono. I mean, just please, just bring this franchise back in some way, please.
0: Yeah, oh, yes. and you know, and I, I told Derek many times while I was playing through Dragon Quest XI S that there are. It reminded me of Chrono Trigger in many ways. Obviously, the art style being Toriyama as well, but just yeah. the whole vibe of the game. I, I do think that uh, Dragon Quest Eleven's visual style does lend itself naturally. To Chrono Trigger's style, and and it would make sense to remake the game in that style. I, God, it makes I too much
2: sense. sense. Mm-hmm. I it want really that does. so bad.
0: Yeah, some yeah. someday um, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, we also have a, a $4.99 donation uh, from Sketcha NPM. No message, but. Uh, oh, no, thank there, you there's
3: a donation. message. They just messed it up. It was right below. Oh. They oh. said, I just want to say that Bomberman 64 is a top three N64 multiplayer Hell, title. Yes. People busted it out at my last party uh, before lockdown, and we were laughing until the AM hours. That is the truth. Absolutely Another sure, point for yeah.
1: 64 by the way, to go back. Full yeah, circle. I, 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 I mean, say,
3: even that. this that, that is a Bomberman 64 has a full blown adventure mode too. That's like yep. a 3D platformer. It's pretty awesome.
0: It's really I fun. Was honestly,
1: yeah, I remember playing that. Yeah,
0: yeah, Bomberman 64 single player campaign is actually really good and has some sick music too. Like 60 Bomberman
2: 64 is a great game. Yeah, mm. one, one of my straight, most straight beloved. Available on F-4 Wii U. Games. Yep, mm, no, I actually am working right. on. dig out your Wii U's. <laughs> I'm I'm working on yeah. my final patron uh, review, and and it's a Wii U game, so I've had to dig out the Wii U for that. And nice. I didn't know Bomberman 64 was available, so I guess I'm going to be buying that soon. <laughs> there you go.
0: Nice, sweet deal. All right, well, that after all of this stuff finally does bring us to the end of the show for today. So uh, thank you all for for you know here joining us for the news and uh for the show but before we head out uh of course david please let all of our incredible patrons and our public audience know where on the internet they can find you man
1: uh sure yeah so you can find me on twitter and instagram at the guilty man that's a uh, d-a-g-i-l-t-y-m-a-n um, uh, so that's on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, and also you could check out my, uh, newly rebranded, uh, website, which I, uh, kind of played around with to kind of make it, uh, more focused on my voiceover career since I'm doing more voiceover stuff these days, uh, which is DavidsaysThat.com.
0: <laughs> nice. Awesome. Well, dude, thank you again for joining us today and we would love to have you back again. Uh, anytime. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a pleasure. I always like to speak with you guys and hang out and talk Corona
0: trigger. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Of course. <laughs> well, of the we, course of we have to sort of wrench it later, in
3: there one way or the other.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but of course we uh, have to give well we, we thank all of you for being here but we have to give a, a special thank you to all of our patrons at the producer tier and above for helping to make today's news tonight happen because without your support it would not be happening so thank you so much from the bottom of all our hearts uh, but of course an extra special thank you to all of our patrons at the executive producer tier and above and those awesome wonderful fine folks include Jared Ettinger Brandon Bovia Rob Arman X O'Bin. Ben Dan and Twistle, Dennis J, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, It's ATM, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, Carroll, The D-Pad, Vesmio Waffle King, Kitty Confax, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotik, 112 Macalau, John. Joshua Hunter Evernight Studio Benny Yao Emerald Azran127 kinrule 09 Jake Pelka Geller Joseph Rutkin Titus Malvolio Charlie Bird Geeky Griffin Lucky Wonderfish Top dog 23100. Young Ben Kenobi Doug Shomix Andrew Medeiros Orem M Sakuragi Becca, Rox the Cat, Fizzywig Hoyd, Critmonger, The Legend of Groose Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, West Egg, Master Lynx, Deenith, Kota, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace Hooby, Wolf X Blake, Moon Macarons, Ascaron 809, Kane, Captain Finlandia 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds The Game Orb. Dano the Artist, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Brainchild, Rosa Pardo Bowling, Kotar Peck. <laughs> oh sorry, yeah. <laughs> Kotar Peck, Scuff 196, Skullkid Tiger, AJB Cool, Blizzica, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Wheezy Penguin. Darik, Stephen Nelson, Ray Clawson Jr., Nathan the Voice Actor, and Spicy Pandotter. Thank you all so much for your incredible support. And uh, if you are interested in finding out more about how you can support us at Good Vibes Gaming, uh, head on over to Patreon at patreon.com slash gaming and check out all of our tiers. Uh, we've, we actually just recently refreshed our Patreon and, and introduced a bunch of new perks at a lot of tiers, uh, introduced a, a brand new tier itself. So... Go check us out there. But even if you can't support us on Patreon, if you just support us here on YouTube and uh, drop a like and a subscribe, it would mean the world to us. Every like, every subscription really does help us that little bit. So we appreciate all of you. Thank you so much. And we will see you on Friday for the next episode of Today's News Tonight. Until then, everybody, good night and good vibes.
1: Cheers, y'all. Bye,
2: everybody. Bye, everyone.